0: Hello and welcome to episode one of the Read Between Podcast, the storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into stories just solely on improv. My name is Evan, one of your co-hosts.
1: I'm Lynn, I'm your other co-host.
0: Uh, so this is episode one of Read Between. Uh, in this first episode we're actually going to we're gonna take a story suggestion from, uh, from a news article that Lynn has uh, painstakingly searched the internet for. She's got a few options. And we're going to sit here and hash out which one we want to turn into a story today. So, Lynn, <laughs> can you tell us the three suggestions that you have found I today? can
1: once our cat stops running around yes, like a full, lunatic.
0: Full disclosure, we're recording this in our kitchen, at our kitchen table, while our cat runs around and meows. So, we apologize.
1: Have, have fun with that, yes. audience. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so I have eight articles here. Uh, for, for the sake of um the podcast i'm going to just say all i've done was written down the titles of these i don't know anything related to because that's our job to create the story off of this Mm -hmm. so i only wrote down um articles that i thought were funny and then i categorized them as to what i thought was funniest um so if the first three topics are not to your liking that's you know my level of humor and now you know that um so so number one are you ready for number one
0: let's hear it number one
1: Man fed up with his nagging wife hides in the forest for ten years.
0: Okay. He just, oh. I right. don't know. I don't. You know. <laughs> that's, that's all I know. That's what we're here for.
1: So there's that.
0: Number two.
1: Uh, you want to hear it? number two? Yes. I like I really like number two. All
0: right. What's number two?
1: Uh, Area Santa Clauses remember their war stories from the mall.
0: Oh. Oh gosh. You
1: know it's bad.
0: It's yeah. It's getting to be around Black Friday time. Almost here in the U.S. and oh man, I'm
1: sure I'm sure they they've got some real stories. Yes. Um, and then three, a uh, woman trades single packet of McDonald's Szechuan sauce for Volkswagen.
0: Oh gosh.
1: So there's a little topical. Okay. Um, those are my first three. Do you want to hear the next three? Do you want to go with something from that little category? You know what
0: I? I being a being a person who has. Browsed Reddit recently and seen all the hubbub around the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce debacle. I think uh, I think that could be a very interesting story to tell. Okay. And see how that all transpired. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> so the one thing that this this um, title kind of confuses me. So, did she trade her packet of Szechuan sauce for the Volkswagen, or did she trade her Volkswagen for the Szechuan sauce?
0: Well, you know what. Let's get into the story and find out. So, so, this story begins on a Saturday afternoon in sunny Los Angeles, California.
1: With our main character, Sally Sichuan.
0: Sally, Sesh- <laughs> Sally Szechuan could not have been happier to hear the hear about the promotion that McDonald's had put on. She's a huge Rick and Morty fan. She, lo- she loved everything about the show. And, of course, she had to be one of the first people in line to get the sauce.
1: Oh yeah. She,
0: she was there she was there two nights before. She had camped out with 10 or 15 other people that were there.
1: It got to the point that everyone thought that she was homeless and they were just buying her McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because they just thought that she hadn't eaten in days.
0: <laughs> the employees were actually bringing her food as well like they, when like they Like
1: on the tray. Yeah, like, on
0: the tray on their shift breaks they would come out. This is
1: on the house, yeah. Sally Sichuan.
0: So so the day finally came, Saturday, and as you all know, there were only 20 packets of sauce in each store. 20 packets for hundreds of people that were waiting outside for days. And Sally Szechuan happened to be the very first one in line at that location.
1: However, when Sally Szechuan stepped up and went, I want some of that sweet wubba dub dub, whatever the saying is. <laughs> Sally Szechuan, I want that Szechuan sauce. They were like, Sally Szechuan, we've been giving you that Szechuan sauce for the past two days. We put it on all of your food. And now she's just heartbroken, staring off into the void.
0: She's staring off into the void. She has... She cannot comprehend what they just told her. All of this sauce that she had waited so long for had just been... Had been given to her this whole time, and she had no idea. But little did she know that sitting behind the counter was one lone packet of Szechuan sauce.
1: She did have to fight off a rat, though.
0: There was a rat... There was a giant rat that was attempting to... Was attempting to steal the sauce, like, but
1: so giant it probably should not have been at a yeah. McDonald's restaurant. Yeah, but that's McDonald's for you.
0: Yeah, let's let's be clear. This was a health department rated C grade McDonald's restaurant, not one of the B or A grade that you see in New York City. This was a this was a dingy McDonald's that had failed inspections. It's previously. LA. It's L A. It's L A. What are you <laughs> going to get? But back back to the sauce. Yes. So the sauce, she wrestled it away from the rat. Yes. Rat put up a really good fight. But she got the sauce.
1: Might have gotten rabies.
0: The la- Yes, might have gotten rabies <laughs> from that last packet of sauce in the entire entire restaurant. The entire restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The entire restaurant. Um, and of course, as we all know, hundreds of people were clamoring and yelling and screaming in these restaurants. We want sauce. We want sauce. She managed to fight her way out of the crowds, get out to her car, go back home, and and all was fine with the world. Until... She got home and had she had no idea what to do with this one packet of sauce. She had already eaten the sauce for the last two days. She knows what it tastes like. She knew what it tastes like, and she didn't need any more. She got her fix. So, what did she think of doing? She went to she went to eBay, like a lot of other people, and started to put a listing together for her sauce. You know, it was fetching hundreds of dollars on eBay. Why not just put it there?
1: And it wasn't like. It started out like she put like ah, fifty bucks. Yeah. I want fifty bucks for my Setuan yeah. sauce. Starting out low. And and it just kinda kept rolling and rolling. So she got past the fifty mark and turned in seventy-five, then hundred, then two hundred. Now it's like in like the grands, like yeah. ten grand, right? And so when she just gets a message one day, Sally Setuan. I will end this. My name is Victor Volks. Victor Volks. <laughs> Victor Volks <laughs> I have a Volkswagen. It's pretty. It's red, your favorite Szechuan color.
0: <laughs> now Victor Volks. Victor Volks is a known eBay eBay enthusiast. He's known to oh yes. He's known to go after high value items all the time. He's one of the top rated buyers on eBay. They actually have ratings for buyers as well as sellers. He's one of the top rated buyers on eBay and will pay exorbitant amounts of money for products that most people wouldn't want at all.
1: In fact, um, under once. Sp- Once he bought a used tissue Claiming to be the snot of Harry Styles It's yet to be determined Mm -hmm. Um, But he bought it And he he offered his house Didn't offer money He was just like I will give you my house My house is yours I just want that sweet, crusty old snot-covered tissue That was once on the precious nose of Harry Styles Yeah
0: Yeah, Yeah, Victor Volks knew his audience And he knew that high value items were the way to go to get to somebody's heart but but for Sally Szechuan, it was a much much harder bargain to drive Sally Sally had grown attached to this sauce she she's, she'd fallen in love with this sauce this this was her passion she she sat in line for days
1: she ate it for days she
0: ate it for days she ate it so nobody
1: else could eat it
0: but she and she felt uh, she felt compelled to hold on to it she she rejected Victor's initial offer, which was very generous, but uh, she just couldn't do it. She couldn't bring herself to get rid of that sauce just yet.
1: No matter how much she wanted that Volkswagen, it couldn't replace the spicy Szechuan sauce that could be hers one day. Because and, we all know that since it's a McDonald's product, she could open it 20 years from now, mm-hmm. and it would be totally fine. Yeah, it, Like, nothing would change.
0: Yeah, if you've ever seen the film Supersize Me, there's a scene where they actually put a burger in a, in a jar... And they let it go for like three, three oh, months.
1: Apparently, people have done it for like twenty years. Oh, yeah. and, uh, we're getting off track getting from off track. our lovely Sally's that you yeah.
0: So, so in actuality, Sally actually did really need a new car. Her uh, her nineteen ninety seven Toyota Echo was uh, was not doing so hot.
1: Just chugging, lugging. Yeah. You know, it, when she went over a, a bump in the road, it was more like a a trench. Yeah. That she had to like, you know, get herself out of real rough. That radiator, you know, that radiator did not like her very nope. much. Filling nope. up that sweet old hot radiator every every morning with water, and then yeah. filling it back up on her way back home.
0: Yeah, it's it was it was not a pretty sight. So, Mm-mm. so a new car was a welcome gift, but that sauce was too uh, too delicious and too sweet to part with.
1: But didn't didn't she know that a few weeks after Victor Volks made his initial um, offer with his prized possession of his Volkswagen. Um, He he slid back in those DMs and went, Sally Setuan, not only will I give you my Volkswagen, I will give you my heart. Victor Volks had fallen in love with Sally Setuan and her Setuan sauce.
0: Now, bear in mind, they had not spoken in the three weeks since he sent his initial inquiry, but...
1: Yeah, I I, mean, Sally was basically like, no, I'm good, and then that, that was it. But he fell in love with with how poetic her ebay offer was he fell in love with with the picture of of her hand just caressing that Setuan sauce and the curvature of of her palm and her beautiful index fingers he was like "Ooh, mm. i'm all about this sally Setuan.
0: well it's, it's actually funny because sally's sally's career outside of you know, sitting outside of McDonald's for the sauce. She's actually a world-renowned hand model. Yes. Sally Sally Seshuan has been part of New York Fashion Week for the last 10 years. She's a name you may not have heard of, but she's been there. But and
1: you have seen those hands. You have
0: seen those hands. Those hands have held iPhones. Those hands have held fruits. Those hands have held children.
1: Those hands have held teapot kettles?
0: Teapot. And te-
1: Teapots and tea. You know what I yeah. mean.
0: Both, both of those. Both
1: of those. Both of those <laughs> items.
0: But, uh, but yeah, so, so Sally, Sally made a name for herself with her hands, and Victor, oh, yes. Victor could not get enough. And as we said, Eve, as we all know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and after three weeks, he just couldn't contain himself, and he had to reach back out, no matter if it was for the sauce or for her heart. And, and Sally
1: Sally likes to play on the dangerous side. You know, no one has ever seen Victor Volks. He just, his profile picture, right, is just his Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. It's not Victor. Right. Um, there is a, a silhouetted character In the driver's side Of that Profile picture
0: But no one has ever seen It's, it's, it's never been confirmed One never. way or another Whether it is Victor Volks In that car
1: Uh-uh So
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: um, so, so Sally likes to play On the, on the dangerous side And decides Alright, alright I'll give this Victor a chance And they meet At that very same Low-grade McDonald's Where she got The Szechuan sauce they go back there, and and now it's like a war zone. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's one of those situations where they go there and it's like police are holding back the rioters who are yeah. still you know weeks later. Weeks later,
0: <laughs> still mad. There's there's graf- there's wubble dub dub graffiti on the uh, on the on the walls of the building, and there's and there's just. Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty memorabilia strewn all about the parking lot. People
1: and are dressed like Rick and Morty. Yeah, you see some squanchies in there.
0: Yeah, there's and there's a couple Mr. Meeseeks in there. Little Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah, they just all going around. They all just
1: want to can do. They
0: all just want to die, but they just can't because they can't
1: because they need the Szechuan sauce. That's why of, they were created. Yeah,
0: they were created to bring Szechuan sauce to the people of Los Angeles. But since they cannot fulfill their purpose, they they cannot die. It's.
1: It's, it's sad It's horrible it's, it's horrible But despite that Sally Satrawan goes Alright This is not The most ideal situation But I mean I'm supposed to meet Victor here Maybe it's like A free meal situation Maybe he'll Like be a gentleman Get mm-hmm. the tab So she goes in She takes her normal seat In the aisle And, and uh, One of the employees uh, You know Who's um, Sweeping up the debris From all of the Rocks being thrown At the windows And, and you know Genuine damage being mm-hmm. done to the store. Right. Um, sweeping up the uh, debris, and he looks over. And goes, Sally, how you doing? Oh, you know, I'm all right. What brings you back here? We don't have any more Szechuan sauce. It's not. It's not coming back. You know, Justin Roiland came out and was like, "Yeah, I'm not part of that. I don't really want to be in it. So we're not really like doing this." She was like, "No, no. I I met someone. I'm I'm here to." have lunch with them yeah.
0: and and then oh Vi-
1: Sally yeah. nice cuz the thumbs up walks yeah. away
0: then Victor Victor intro. well before he walks away Victor introduced himself in this in this very sultry voice hello my name is Victor Volks
1: does Victor have a bit of an accent do I he, sense an accent it's
0: it's a bit of an accent it's Vi- Victor Volks
1: where is Victor from
0: Victor is from eastern europe ooh a very very eastern european accent with a lot of with this nice, uh, this nice, nice twang underneath. Not, not really a twang. Not but really a
1: twang, but we'll go with it.
0: We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Victor's accent tends to go in and out more so Russian than anything else.
1: Okay, so is, is Victor? That makes me think that Victor might be a communist.
0: That's besides the point. We're we're, <laughs> we're getting we're getting off track with Victor's accent. But Victor, Victor right. introduces himself to and, the to the debris boy and says. Yes, I I have I have been longing for this sauce, but I have also been longing for for the touch and, and love of a woman. And, and Sally that, Szechuan is he's my number one prize for my heart.
1: And and Sally is just sitting there in that gross gross booth cuz you know that is covered in some smuts that you don't <laughs> you don't want to know what it is, but you just sit there and hope that you can wash it out later. She's sitting there and she's like, "Oh wow." Oh boy, I mean, like he's better than his Volkswagen, that's for sure. And she's like, you know, pretty into it. Like she's like, ready. She's ready. She she's like, wow, Victor, you you sound so great. And then she hears that twang, as Victor called it, and she goes, hmm. And she's like, oh, I know, I since been a, bit, a bit of Russian. And all automatically, she thinks of that red color of the Sichuan sauce, and she goes, oh boy. Hope I haven't gotten involved with with any commie business. I,
0: I can assure you there is no commie business going on. It just
1: Victor, I, can you read my mind? That was going on in my mind, Victor. That wasn't that wasn't for your ear balls.
0: You you sp- you spoke it out loud. No, at the
1: no, I I said it in my mind.
0: Well, anyway, <laughs> v- Victor. Uh, Vic-
1: now now Sally is like pretty sure that this is. And- Commie business, but she she doesn't bring it up again. She just keeps that in her brain Mm. and was like, Okay, Victor, like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go order Victor. Like, what do you want? What are you, what are you craving?
0: And Victor, uh, Victor, Victor is a man of, of high class, so he he turns to Sally and says, I want the biggest Big Mac on the menu, the biggest of Macs that you can get me off of that menu.
1: Okay, um, so Victor's classy, huh? So why are they in this horrible war driven McDonald's?
0: I mean, they, all the other restaurants were closed. It, was, were
1: it, closed. Was, a sun,
0: it was a it Sunday. was a Sunday. They met yeah, they met on they mess they met on a, They messed on? They messed on they messed on the table but they met on a vacation Sunday. They met on a Sunday where everybody else all the other restaurants were on vacation.
1: Ex- except for the Rick and Morty fans. Except
0: for the Rick and Morty who fans. Who stayed
1: to protest?
0: Yes, at this specific McDonald's.
1: And everyone else went off to vacation. You know, maybe they all went to Mexico. Who yeah, knows? They, they, yeah. They're all, you know, vacationing somewhere in, yeah. in a beautiful island anyway. Um, and Sally goes, yeah, sure. And she, she walks away and she comes back with um, the Big Daddy Mac, I'll call it. And it's like, it's like if you got five Big Macs and just smushed it all together. Like, it doesn't even look appetizing. No, it just looks... It looks like a mess.
0: Yeah, it's a mess.
1: It it doesn't take up just one of the little containers. It takes up, like, three of them. They're just, like, stacked in a way where, like, nothing's spilling out. But yeah. if, if Sally took one wrong move, that shit would be everywhere. Mm-hmm. So she gets the the Big Daddy Mac. What did I call it? Big Daddy Mac? Yeah, Big Daddy Mac. Gets the Big Daddy Mac for her Big Daddy lover. And um, for herself, she gets... She's, she's a modest woman. She... She, you know, she prides herself in her modesty. So she just gets a simple, like, 10-piece nugget meal with with a medium fry um, and some water. Um, she she didn't ask Victor if he wanted anything else other than this Big Daddy Mac, but she just gets him, like, five large fries and a giant thing of orange soda and is like, that'll do. Yeah. She brings it back. She, she forgot to even, like, see if he would take the tab. She just decides that she's going to splurge. Even though, like, she has no money mm-hmm. anymore. She she hasn't been to work in, in yeah. weeks. Because yeah. she's been trying to sell this Szechuan sauce packet. Yeah. So, she you know, she has no money left. She She's just like, put it on my tab. Yeah. Walks away. Comes back and places it in front of Victor. And, and she does a little hand show as if to be like, remember what I do sometimes?
0: Yeah. And, and with this, Victor, Victor became so enamored with the food that she was presenting. I mean, her hands were magical. Her hands were hypnotic. And and through that hand hypnotism, she, he became completely entranced with the burger and nothing else. So with, this, with that, Sally found her opportunity. Sally found her opportunity to not only get away from Victor, who she was not necessarily interested in. This was mainly a one-sided affair with Victor being the one super interested. She took that opportunity to slide the Szechuan sauce across the table. And swap it with his keys Wow Super sly Super fast
1: One thing we forgot to tell you Is that Sally Satchewan Is also a master thief She's
0: also a master thief
1: Like all she has to do Is like Flick her hand In front of people A little bit Mm. And And
0: and their wallet's gone
1: Yeah and, And where she'll be like Oh look what I can do With my hand I can do a one hand clap And then she just
0: She stole your child yeah, she stole exactly. your child. Yeah, she st- she st- she is known to steal children that way. We
1: don't know what she does with them. Yeah, it, that's that's for another day.
0: Yeah, the, that's that's a story for the FBI and the CIA to figure yeah, out.
1: Yeah, we don't want to get involved with that. But, but just how we don't want to get involved with Victor's commie business. Yeah,
0: but uh, but but from what we know, she's she's a master thief, and in this instance, that came into play quite quite clearly. Uh, she she stole the keys from him and. She just continued to have the meal as normal, like nothing ever happened. She
1: even had a couple of bites of his Big Daddy Mac and yeah. went, Wow, this is nasty. Yeah. Tried to feed it to him, but like it didn't go the way she thought it would. She thought it'd be like romantic, but it's not.
0: It when you when you have to use the entire width of your hand to hold a piece of the burger to feed to somebody, it's not that romantic anymore.
1: Yeah, and you know what, she is a hand model, so she's not known to have big hands. Yeah. It's more like dainty hands. Yeah. And you know, she was just not into it. Um she tried to play she tried to play off the hypnotism to uh the uh the McDonald's workers is like, oh, he's just sleepy. We're mm-hmm. just being romantic. He can't stop looking at me. But even the workers after a while were like, Sally, we think he needs to go to a hospital. And yeah. she was like, no. Yeah, I
0: mean, the, the workers, one of the workers had even said, yeah, he's got he's got food stuck in his mouth and he's drooling from the side of his face. Isn't that a problem? And, and then Sally just was like,
1: shh. And she did another hand flick. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that, that employee just went and just didn't stop
0: yeah and she she also somehow took his apron and his hat without him knowing and he was just standing in the middle of the restaurant just without his apron yeah, without he eventually
1: his... was arrested people thought he was just loitering yeah yeah um so so with that you know sally finished her meal she hypnotized <laughs> another worker and took a shit and and
0: <laughs> yes the the very the very important detail she then she then had to go to the bathroom to uh
1: dig her own shit
0: yeah to, 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 she
1: she also collects poop
0: that's another detail that we can save for a later time. That's another detail for the CIA to figure out. Um, yeah,
1: that sounds like CIA, yeah, CIA biz.
0: So so, um,
1: so so, after taking her poop, <laughs> um, she grabs her things and she rides away in that sweet, beautiful red Volkswagen. Never to see Victor Volks again. Never to see that one employee that never stopped yelling again.
0: And never to return to that McDonald's in Los Angeles Ever again.
1: And nobody knows what happened to that Szechuan packet.
0: No. That Szechuan packet could still be sitting on the table. I with,
1: highly doubt it.
0: Just like Victor. Still could be sitting at that table to this day.
1: So, uh, the lesson learned here. I think we should take away a lesson. Yeah, I think that's... Um, don't mess with anyone under the name Szechuan.
0: Yeah, don't mess with the sesh you want sauce.
1: That was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> um, So, I think, I think right now is a good time to take a break, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think... And
1: then we'll come back and do one of yours...
0: Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that's a good, it's a good stopping point here.
1: Awesome, awesome. So, right. uh,
0: so we'll be back with a, with another story in, uh, in a few moments. So stay tuned.
1: Hey guys, just as a reminder, uh, Lynn here, um, if you want to send us any suggestions, if you want to see us, uh, make a story off of your own ideas, or if, if you have something very dire you need to tell us or have any, you know, feedback you want to give us, you can always just hit us up um, either at our email, which is uh, readbetweencast at gmail.com, all one word, or you can even, you know, tell us on Twitter, um, which is also readbetweencast. So feel free to, you know, follow us, give us some suggestions, give us some feedback. We're open to all of that. You know, we're still very new at this and uh, we want to know how we can make it more enjoyable for everybody. All right, well, with that, uh, I say we tell another story. Okay, Evan, um, what have you brought to the table?
0: Oh, okay, so today, uh, what I decided to do was I went on, uh, went on the internet, and I found a little website called FantasyNameGenerators.com, which, uh, which will give you titles of stories uh, of anything that you might want to start uh, with different genres and things like that there's like fantasy, adventure, horror, sci-fi
1: So did you do different genres? Yeah, and then yeah And just like gave you titles? Yeah, so
0: you just pick a genre and you hit random And it'll give you like ten titles at a time and, uh, and I found some titles that are pretty interesting
1: Okay, start off with your three favorite ones
0: So yeah, I'm gonna give you my top three And we're gonna choose which one we wanna okay. start with today Sounds good So my number one suggestion here is Doctor Loves Sugar
1: Oh, my God.
0: Dr. Love Sugar is suggestion number one. Suggestion number two. Dog on a day out.
1: Oh, my gosh. That could be happy or sad.
0: Yeah, so that's number two.
1: Yeah, that could be like a Marley and Me situation.
0: And then suggestion number three, which I think is my favorite. Clown has been naughty. What? Clown has been naughty. (laughs) Yes. I
1: have so many questions.
0: Well... Is that is that the route you want to take?
1: I I say we answer those questions.
0: You say we answer those. I say
1: we answer those questions. All right.
0: So, so our next tale today will be the tale of Clown Has Been Naughty.
1: Okay. So, um, I say this story takes place in Oregon. Oregon, just like a a place where. Sunshine doesn't exist, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's just rainy a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a um, dingy area, not much going dark, on.
1: It's yeah. dark, you know. So, so clowns are needed there. Clowns are needed at this dark place, this mm-hmm. dark, rainy place in Oregon. Yeah, um, And and so here comes um, Bozo the Clown, mm-hmm. who uh, is, is okay. He's not, like, the best clown in the neighborhood, but he's not doing, t- like so bad he can't make a living off of it i mean he's still in his you know bachelor apartment yeah um but he's he's getting by he's getting by
0: yeah bozo's real name is steve and uh steve has been steve has been bozo for the last 15 or so years
1: like yeah now he's kind of getting to the age where he shouldn't be a clown anymore but like also that's the only work experience he has
0: yeah and and in oregon there's not a lot of not a lot of jobs outside of starbucks shops or uh or or rain gear stores because it rains all the time.
1: Oh, good one, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm not.
0: Yeah, that wasn't. <laughs> good. But uh, but no. So St- Steve is kind of stuck in a rut with this clown job. You know, there's there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people out there looking for clowns on a regular basis. So he's he's trying to find ways to kind of spice up his market and you know br- and reach out to new uh to new marketplaces and new people. So so one day. Steve, aka Bozo, decides to uh, decides to branch out and become the world's first uh, clown available for bachelorette parties.
1: He starts doing strip teases. Yeah. And and at first he's not getting a lot of calls. Yeah. And then he's at this he's at this he's at Jimmy Jimmy's birthday party and he's mm-hmm. juggling and and he's having a great time with with the kids and one of the moms comes over she's got a little bit too much wine but you know she'll go in mm-hmm. it. She goes over. She goes, hey bozo. I hear that. Uh, I hear that you have a new, a new market, um, and I've, I've been interested. I, I really want to give it a shot. I've got my friend um, Jerry, who G E R
0: R I, correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Who, um, she's, she's getting married this weekend, but we haven't gotten, you know, the main event yet. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be the main event? Yeah. And he was like. Why not?
0: Yeah, and the the important thing to note is Bozo and his two alter egos of Bozo are spelled differently. So the normal clown version of Bozo is B O Z O, and the striptease burlesque version of Bozo is B E A U Z E A U. So it's Mm -hmm. it's very classy, very like very modern and you know very Mm -hmm. cool. It's a cool spelling of Bozo. Cool.
1: Um, you know, he, he even got a gym membership. Yeah. He's been trying to work out. I mean, he's still got a little bit of that flab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can see like a little bit of muscle underneath that. He yeah. just can't jiggle too much or yeah. it's obvious. Yeah. So he, he agrees. He's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be the best uh, stripping clown you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so so the night comes. Like, I mean, like fast, mm-hmm. right? And he he gets to the place and... And he's got his little suitcase of
0: disasters. Suitcase of disasters, yes. <laughs>
1: and um, knocks on the door. And uh, that same mom, the, the mom that hired him, answers. And she goes, oh, Jerry, you have a guest. Do you want to come introduce yourself? And, and Bozo goes, hi, I'm Bozo the Cloud. I'm here to give you guys a good old time. And he doesn't even wait for Jerry. Yeah. He just kind of goes in for it. Yeah.
0: But so so he starts off with that very I'm a clown voice. But then as soon as as soon as he gets in and the lights go down and the mood changes and you hear you hear the sensual music go <laughs> up uh, going yeah in yeah. the background yeah and
1: then hey. he goes wait there's no kids here <laughs> and then he just rips off his his clown rips off costume. rips off
0: rips off the suit you know. <laughs> Puffy balls and all in the suit. Multi-
1: Whoa! Well,
0: no, <laughs> no, I'm talking. You know the clown suits that have the puffy, like you know, red balls on it. He uh-huh. just rips it off. R- yeah,
1: he rips off his red balls.
0: He rips off. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he and he starts going on. He he you know he starts talking to Jerry in this low, sultry voice, really, really sensual voice, one that you don't normally hear from a clown.
1: And and Jerry's like she doesn't know what to think. She's kind of like her friend, who I haven't named yet. We'll call her Barbara.
0: Barbara. She's yes.
1: like Barbara, where she like she's a couple of of glasses of wine in. Mm-hmm. She can see where this is going. She's not sure she's into into it, but like for the sake of Barbara, doing this solid, she's like sure whatever. Yeah, I'll have this clown grind on my crotch for an hour. <laughs> uh, it's a
0: it's a free lap dance. Yeah, it, I mean yeah, it's a we clown. gotta
1: show him money. Yeah. Um, she, uh, sadly enough, Barbara didn't tell anybody about the class. Like, Barbara forgot to disclose to the other people at this bridal shower that, hey, I'm going to have a stripper cup. Make sure you got some ones on you. Yeah. So these women don't have money on them. Yeah. So instead, they're, like, throwing grapes in his mouth. Yeah. They're throwing dimes at him. They,
0: they bring out a plate of cheese and they, just they, offer him just, like, brie. Yeah. When he, as <laughs> he's, he's trying brie. to give a lap dance.
1: <laughs> and then And then, like, you know... He's got that uh, curly Q, like, uh, wig on. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of the word wig. He's got that wig on. So they take off the wig and they just start shoving cheese and change into this wig and they like, put it back on him and and for whatever reason bozo was like into it he's he, like i'm the man yeah, right now he just
0: he just continues to gyrate and continues to give yeah, he, to give he's
1: ger- gyrating he's not even doing like you a can, good lap dance you
0: can he- you can hear the breeze squishing in his wig oh, as, he, no. as he pelvic thrusts on Jerry's life. Why does
1: this wig have gravity?
0: It's, well, no, it's the cheese and all the grapes squishing Ugh. underneath the hat as he's moving around. So,
1: so yeah, like, and, and like you said, he's, it's, it's like that scene.
0: Like what scene?
1: You know what? No, cut that. No,
0: no, no, I want to hear it. No. It's I want to hear it. It's
1: like that scene from Showgirls.
0: Oh, yeah, that scene, yes. <laughs> Where she's, like, flopping,
1: like, a fish. In the, it's like that. That's how he learned how to be... He learned to be a showboy from watching he's, the show show.
0: Girl. Yeah, we, we, forgot, we forgot to mention that... He's the, a
1: showgirls yeah, enthusiast.
0: In, yeah, he's a showgirls enthusiast. He's seen the movie probably <laughs> about 50 times. And he actually watched the movie about 25 times and, in preparation for this specific party. And that's all, party.
1: That's, like, the only training he has. Yeah, Elizabeth so Berk,
0: Elizabeth Berkeley is his... Teacher and mentor for everything related and to Latin. She doesn't even
1: know it. She no. doesn't even know it. No. Anyway, so he's doing that fish move that she does in <laughs> in the pool on uh, Jerry. Mc- yeah, Jerry. Jerry.
0: Yeah. And to um, say Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> Ooh, <look at> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin. No, I'm I'm still Kyle, thinking showgirls here.
1: Kyle McLaughlin is there, and he wants a piece of that action.
0: <laughs> now we're starting to get into the weird part of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Well, that's what David Lynch didn't put into the new season oh was the clown God. gyration scene.
1: So, <laughs> so uh, back on track. Yes. Um, Jerry is just like, I'm ah, into it, and she she's going on. She's like, yeah, and then just too much too much alcohol is involved, mm-hmm. and and you know Bozo like although this has turned into super fucking weird, mm-hmm. he's like okay. And then all of a sudden, like, he's getting ready to pack up And he puts back on that goofy, (laughs) voice And he goes, okay, ladies, have a good night And as he's walking out, um, Barbara and Jerry stop him And they're like, where do you think you're going? And he's like, my time's up, ladies, it's time to go And they're like, no, 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 no We have a proposition for you And, and so... Bozo is pretty much like, is this gonna earn me more cash? And they're like, No, but it'll it'll give you a lot of fun, Bozo. And Bozo's like, Okay, I'm listening and they go, How about how about you follow us into the master bedroom? And and like this party can really get started. And he's like, Oh okay, okay. Like like he's taken back. Mm-hmm. He's he's never been offered, he just gyrated on this woman for like too long. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't think Showgirls really prepared me for this. But but he goes with it anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. And so what what is what uh, Barbara and Jerry failed to mention is that they never actually sent Jerry's kid out of the house. Jerry's child has been in his room the whole time, but he's been he's been playing his Xbox. He's had his headset in. He's been playing Call of Duty all night. Hasn't heard a single bit of what's gone on. Um, but of course it's it's late. It's getting to be that time, and he. He hasn't had dinner yet Jerry said Jerry said to him That he'll He'll get dinner after uh, After mommy and her friends Are done You know so
1: And he figured I mean it's like 2am
0: Yeah it's They're done right? Yeah they're done I can go down And have a snack now
1: I can go get my string cheese And peanut butter Yeah Don't combine those two Yeah And and be good
0: Yeah So so with this Jerry's son You know his name Let's call him Let's call him Joey Jerry and Joey Jerry and
1: Joey Joey goes Yeah
0: Yes. So Joey, Joey goes downstairs. He uh he pulls off his headset, goes downstairs. And as he's coming down the stairs, he sees Jerry and Barbara walking up with a half-naked clown
1: who has cheese seeping out from under yes. his hair Warm brie. and and like quarters are falling off of yeah. him as he's walking. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, is that is that Bozo from Jimmy's party?" Yeah. Like that—that that looks like Bozo from Jimmy's, and like, and like uh, Joey remembers Bozo. He's like, "Oh, Bozo was good. He 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 pulled a, a a treat from my ear." Yeah. And and so he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go munch on my snacks, and then I'll go say hi to Bo." Maybe he's got another treat. Mm-hmm. So for now, Joey's like, I'm, "I don't know. I don't know what Barbara and Mom mm-hmm. are doing with Bozo, but I'm gonna let them go for now. I'm gonna go get my snack." And he goes off and gets his snack. Meanwhile. Um, Barbara and Jerry have lured Bozo into the master bedroom. And I mean, like, Bozo's pants are Mm ripaways. Like he, he he has, he has shown the junk. That's why they are here. They're Mm -hmm. like, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like the gyrating. I want you to gyrate another way Mm -hmm. with me. And so they, they don't even hesitate. They're just like, oh, Bozo, what's that rip? And he's like, oh, what are you doing? That's like a little weird. And they're like, eh, come on, come on. And, and like after a while, he's like, okay, tables are turned. This is weird for me now, mm-hmm. but I can get behind it. Yeah. And, uh, and he's
0: still getting paid for this too. So still getting paid. Yeah.
1: Um, and then um, Jerry wanted to uh, remember this night for the rest of her life because Jerry has not been... Um, sexually stimulated in a long time we're yeah. we're not gonna get into the details no. of it but she she's been waiting for for a while
0: let's just say joey's had separate christmases for quite a few years yeah. now
1: yeah yeah and so um and so she she sets up um a little cam camera in the corner of the room that like for whatever reason i guess bozo is just fucking blind as a bat cannot mm-hmm. see yeah um and he's he's like into it and like he starts doing the sexy biz. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna get into that. No. You want that shit? You go uh, do the Fifty Shades of Gray.
0: You go onto the Rule Thirty Four <laughs> websites that you know write these fan fictions <laughs>
1: Rule Thirty Four, please create Bozo, Jerry, and Barbara for us, yeah. so we don't have to do that part of please, this podcast.
0: Please don't send them to our email. Please we, don't. We we won't. please
1: please don't post it on Twitter. Yeah, please. We don't, don't want to be associated. Yeah, we don't. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, so they get the sexy time on and, like, you know, um, cut back to Joey. Joey's in the kitchen. Um, the house is, is old. Y- you hear everything, yeah. I should say.
0: The walls can talk.
1: The, the walls can talk. You can talk through the walls. You can talk at the walls. The walls will sometimes talk back. But we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so Joey uh, eats his snack. He's, he's satisfied. Mm-hmm. He's, his tummy is happy. He's mm-hmm. walking back up, and he's hearing these weird noises mm-hmm. that he has never heard his mom make before. He's
0: he's hearing he's hearing sounds of slaps. He's hearing sounds of you know what chains like, and like whips and yeah, everything
1: and like that. Chains. Yeah. Where did the chains come from? So
0: so what uh, what Joey didn't hear when he was down in the kitchen was that uh, Jerry happened to keep a uh, she kept a drawer full of. Uh,
1: and there's a drawer that he's never there, seen. There's a drawer
0: that he's never seen. Um where Jerry likes to keep her uh her whips and chains.
1: Whips like what does she do with the chains? Well,
0: she uh she she wanted to make a she wanted to make a man out of bozo. Oh. And um Oh and uh, so so Joey goes upstairs to investigate this noise. And he
1: And like the door's ajar The door's ajar Right? Like the door The door's a little He can kind of see it Yeah And he sees shadows moving uh-huh. And then he opens it And it's this long Creak This long mm-hmm. And 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 all he had to go All he had to do was go Mom? And everyone just Fucking stops mm-hmm. Everyone's like yeah. Oh no And then the door
0: The door swings open And we see Barbara And Jerry Standing With Bozo In the center of them Bozo is half out of his costume and Jerry's got a chain in her hand and all Bozo can say to little Joey is clown has been naughty. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. so, so that is the story of, uh, of Bozo, the clown and his, uh, career pivot.
1: Oh my God. For all we know, Bozo could be, um, the sexiest clown now, yeah. making all sorts of pornos yeah. with Jerry and Barbara.
0: <laughs> so if you live in Oregon and you happen to see a clown by the name of Bozo, um, do your research before uh, before you happen to bring him to any of your parties. Make sure you know the kind of clown you're bringing to your parties. Yeah,
1: I mean, make sure if, if it's for kids stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, if it's for you stuff. If Maybe. you're into that, I'm not judging, yeah. you know, but just know that that clown can be naughty yeah,
0: just remember what we told you here
1: yes <laughs> um, well it's been like 40 something minutes yeah,
0: now yeah we've told a, we've told a few uh, few stories so, here so
1: i think it's time to wrap it up the, yeah. for this time and- yeah
0: so this is this has been the first episode of what we hope will be many of the read between podcast um, as we mentioned uh, in the break there, if you have any ideas of suggestions or suggestions of stories you want to hear, feel free to send them to our Gmail. It's readbetweencast at com. Also, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at readbetweencast with any ideas, comments, suggestions that you have for anything that you want to hear.
1: Yeah, and if you want to know exactly when um, episodes go up, it's a good idea to just follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll be posting... Um, whatever content we can on that. Maybe we'll even, in in future episodes, give a little sneak peek yeah. of what you can expect. Um, Evan, do you want to shamelessly plug yourself?
0: Yeah, or? so uh, so I'm based out of the uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area. And uh, I do improv comedy here on like a pretty much bi-weekly basis. Uh, I perform with a team called Family Laundry here in Bethlehem at the... <laughs> at the ArtsQuest Center at st- There goes the keys Yes, there goes keys uh, I perform at the Arts Quest Center at Steelstacks In Bethlehem, Pennsylvania Every 2nd and 4th Saturday With the Improv Comedy Power Hour So if you're ever in the area uh, Come check us out We have a lot of shows going on uh, More information on that can be found at www.steelstacks.org Yeah, um,
1: as for me I'm I'm not as interesting. I don't do comedy stuff. Um, but uh, I, I I am on the internet. You can mm-hmm. find me at Ann Lynn A Y N N E L N N on Twitter. You can also find me um, at A Y N N E L N N Ann Lynn at Twitch.tv. Sometimes sometimes I stream. And sometimes it's a good time. Sometimes I just fucking talk for three hours.
0: Most of the time you play Yakuza 0. And and...
1: normally it's Yakuza 0, and it's normally doing the hostess stuff. It's not even the video game. So, yeah, Yeah. um, I think that's all we've got.
0: Yeah, Uh, and my Twitter is at E underscore Williamson 93. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but uh, feel free to... Feel feel
1: free to follow him and never see any tweets from Yeah,
0: me. yeah, I'm not very active on there, but <laughs> but who knows? Since we're starting this, I may become more active on there. So Who
1: knows?
0: Yeah. So, uh that's been Read Between Podcast episode 1. Uh thank you guys for listening. Uh and we will see you again soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.